Welcome everyone. Happy Friday. I'm Janelle Carlson and I'm your Friday co-host for Freeman Means Business, Wonder Women in Business. Today I'm really excited to share the stories from Kelly Ferraro. She's our guest today and this is an amazing forum for women to shine. So we're really happy to have you here, Kelly. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. We'd just like to get started just hearing about you, Kelly. Tell us a little bit about about yourself. So what can I start? <laughs> um, I'm originally from Brooklyn and grew up in New York, basically grew up in New York City my whole life. I graduated from a school in Brooklyn called St. Joseph's College. And after college, I wound up working on Wall Street. And I started working with um, hedge funds, moved into banking, and eventually I got into public relations, which I currently am doing today. Wow. So how did you make that transition from hedge funds to PR? <laughs> Actually, it's so funny. So I wound, I, when I was working at a hedge fund, the thing I really loved is I, I loved doing the research work and it was, it was awesome. And I, I did it at, you know, in the late 90s and early 2000s, so the dot-com era. Mm -hmm. And it was really great, except that it felt so like insular. And if you're the type of person who's an extrovert, which I was, I felt very trapped. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed what I learned. I thought it would be really valuable, but what I wound up doing was looking for something else, a larger company and Bank of America had an amazing opportunity. So I was able to join and work with their sales team. And eventually it unfolded into an opportunity to join the public relations team. And to me, that was awesome because it helped me use my research work because I understood how the markets operated. I knew how to talk about that, yeah. but I wasn't behind a desk building models anymore because I knew ultimately that wasn't for me. Yeah. Well, that's such a great story to hear because there's so many people right now that are obviously looking to find new work and have to think about pivoting perhaps. So hearing your story, how <laughs> you went from a hedge fund yeah. to a sales team to PR and how you pulled the thread together with the research thing. I think it's an important thing for people to hear. You can I think it is too, definitely. Yeah. So tell us a little bit, Kelly, about your accomplishments. Like what are you proud of in your in your journey? Yes, I, I like how you label it a journey because that's definitely what it is. And um, for anybody who's in a situation where they're going to have to pivot, they should look at it that way too and not get too discouraged because every journey has ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And I would say that my proudest accomplishment thus far has been picking myself up after what could have been a real setback two years ago and starting my own boutique PR firm. It's something that in the back of my head, I, I toyed with the idea. And then when the opportunity came, well, basically when I was thrust into it because it wasn't working with my last position, and it wasn't the work I did, you know, I excelled at the work that I did. I think what was hard is that there's demands when you're a mom and you're a professional and tying those all together. And I knew ultimately the best thing for me, for my family and for clients would be to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. And so almost two years later, I can really say that it's working and I'm excited. And I get up every day knowing that 
I can make a contribution to my clients, that I'm a partner with them, that I'm not I literally look at myself as an in-house extension and I know what they're trying to accomplish and I feel so much better about what I do today because I do it on my terms, but ultimately they're getting the best of me. Mm-hmm. And that's a great story too, because I'm sure there's so many people who are in the situation of like, huh, now what do I do? I'm part of the 30 million as well. And how, you picking up after a setback of, and, and doing your own thing, is that an option? And hearing you taking that leap and make it successful after just two years is not very long to start a business. It's not. And, and honestly, I'm, I'm so happy I made a leap. And it really starts with one small step. It starts with, can I get a gig? Can I get something on my own? And when you get the confidence to know that you can, there's something about that that's empowering and you want to do more and more and you want to just keep driving forward through like results driven campaigns. And you just want to, again, you want to show the best of you. And I think that when you find something that's a passion, you can make that happen. Of course. So awesome. So let's talk about, I mean, you became successful probably from a lot of influence in your life. Who's been (laughs) your um, inspirational mentor. Oh gosh, there's so many people that I have worked with, both amazing men, amazing women, and I would have to say my college professor for English literature at St. Joseph's College was really probably the start of where I gained the strength to do what I do today. She literally taught me how to write. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, today she passed away. I found that out um, that just recently, actually, and she passed away a few years ago. But she taught me how to push myself and she taught me how to push myself hard. She taught me how to connect my thoughts, which is an essential part of writing, whereas sometimes you have ideas and it's hard to connect. And I still use what she taught me today, even though it, it's, you know, I'm not writing a thesis on Ernest Hemingway each day. I am connecting thoughts to get a pitch out, to show what my clients can do, and I don't just ramble on. She taught me how to literally take your thoughts and make them solid. Mm-hmm. So important, and it's a critical skill that yeah. people need, and a lot of people struggle with having those, what's your clear point of view, and how do you make it concise and get to the point? Absolutely. It it is a struggle for people. And I would also have to say, if I can add something, I think some of the best mentors, as I look back over, you know, two decades, have been the worst bosses I had, because they (laughs) taught me what not to be. And they pushed me to a point where I had to make decisions that were difficult, but that led me down a good path. So I'm not saying, hey, hope for a bad boss. What I'm saying is when you have one, if you can just look outside and say, this is a learning experience for me today. This is something that I'm paying right now because I'm in a learning phase of my life, but I'm, this is not forever. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's how we learn from our setbacks too. So having this Pollyanna, like everything has to be perfect and you're shining all the time just isn't <laughs> the truth. So sometimes the bad stuff teaches us how to be better. They definitely, absolutely. Well, Kelly, you know, Susan and I love this forum because it's a forum to help lift 
women up. And I would love to hear how you advise other women to support women in business. I would say you should really listen and you should understand and do not assume that your situation is the same as someone else's. And if you have an employee or if you have someone you're working with who, you know, maybe has a two hour commute, try to work around that person so that they feel that they're giving you the best of them and the best part of their day. Or if, you know, there are women who are, are juggling, you know, multiple projects, see what you can do to help or acknowledge. And what you can do as well is find the strengths that someone has and really acknowledge those because I think that we're all so busy being critical that what we don't do is acknowledge strengths and acknowledge when things work. We just assume that, hey, they work so I don't have to say anything about it. It's actually so good and it helps when you have to take constructive advice. I don't call it constructive criticism. I do not like the word criticism. Mm -hmm. I like constructive advice mm -hmm. because I feel like you can truly help somebody by being your best self. And again, it's listening, it's understanding and not making assumptions. That's what I would say we can do to support one another. Yeah, and I love that constructive advice because it shows that if you're trying to give advice and be constructive, that you care. And I think when you have that heart in with the feedback, it makes people wanna hear and get better than if it is criticism. It's a totally different lens. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. And, and, and looking at people's strengths, because you're right, when we're in this constant improvement mode, sometimes you, you take for granted people's strengths and they don't even realize that maybe it, it's valued and it's important to have that balance. It, it really is. And it makes all the difference. Yes, for sure, Kelly. And well, so let's talk about a little bit about it's you, you've definitely had some different points in your journey. So tell us, you know, what has been your biggest challenge or setback and how you overcame it? I would still have to say that the biggest challenge I've had in my career was the global recession. Mm -hmm. I was at a point in my career where I wanted to find something else. Mm -hmm. And I was actually close to taking a job in London. And then that job went away because the economy was, was tanking yeah. and I was stuck at a bad job. And then I subsequently got laid off mm. and I found myself in the middle of a storm without an umbrella. It was like, wow, like there really are no jobs out there right now mm -hmm. because a lot of knowledge workers truly felt the wrath of that time. Mm -hmm. And what I did was I made like, five different resumes and I thought, what can I do? And at, at that point I was doing more client services, more client relations, and I knew I loved public relations. And what I did is I just, I, I found recruiters who were finding jobs for people. And I attached myself to one woman who was so great and got me a job at Rubenstein in New York City. Mm -hmm. And it was just the best thing that could have happened because it put me back on a path where I, I should have been. And that really was, I say, it took me seven months. And I moved out of my apartment where I had lived for eight years and, and stayed with my mom for a little bit and really just got myself together in a different way. 
And when I came back, I actually wound up getting a better apartment. Things, you know, opened up again. But it was a very difficult time because it's really hard to imagine yourself getting out of it when you're in the storm. For sure. And that storm is happening again. So what advice would you give to people? You were resilient. How, how, would, you, how would you tell people um, to focus and be resilient during this time? If they're I would it, you, Sorry, you nailed it. You said you have to be resilient. You do yeah. really have to be resilient. I, I would say be kind to yourself. If it's, if you have to, you know, meditate, meditate. If you have to take a walk, do that. Do, you know, take a run, you know, um, get out of your headspace when it's bad. And I would say make a plan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you might not know what the plan is, but I like to follow what I watched in The Secret ago. Mm -hmm. And that's, you, you can get to California from New York by seeing just 200 feet in front of you. Mm -hmm. And, but the path is there and it unfolds. So what I would say is make the plan for what you can do on a daily basis. If that means from nine to three, I'm going to focus on my job search at three o'clock, cut yourself that break and do something for yourself. Mm -hmm. So give yourself a plan, give yourself, make spreadsheets, Mm -hmm. Think about other things that you can do. Think about the fact that you might be able to get student loans today that weren't available to you. And maybe there's something, you know, within 18 months that you could be doing. So, think about because people need to support themselves in the meantime. For but sure. we will get back. The global recession was devastating for a decade. Mm -hmm. And we, we made it and we got all those gains back and we're going to do it again. For sure, for sure, and I, I love that having a. You got to do what you can, your control of, and making a plan and having it daily. Like this is what I can do today. It just makes it feel a little bit less dramatic, right? You just it does. Yeah, <laughs> you can't think like, oh my god, if what's going to happen to me in thirty six months? Well, you will have a path, and it, uh -huh. and you'll, you'll get there, but you don't know what it is yet. So the only thing you can do is is do it what you can daily. And again, be kind to yourself through through it all. And when one door closes, another one opens. Look at you. Yes. You went through all that. Now you got your own biz and it's all good. So hey, silver lining, right? Exactly. <laughs> so tell us a surprising fact about you, Kelly. Um, try, I, I was trying to think of one, and I think something that's interesting is I was actually set to be a high school English teacher <laughs> before I got a job on Wall Street. So when I went to St. Joseph's, I majored in English and simultaneously took classes at local and took classes for teaching and also student taught at a local high school. I really did love that path, and I, I got off of it because I did get intrigued by Wall Street, and I was able to secure a job. So I actually, in a way, I thought I was going to secure a job for a little while and maybe go back, but that could have been a, a path. And, you know, sometimes I'd sit back and go, gee, I wonder what that would have looked like, but yeah. I'm where I'm supposed to be. Totally. And how interesting. And I don't know, when you're like 18, 19, and you pick a <laughs> career path, like, Seriously. <laughs> I mean, even 22, right? I mean, you're graduating and, and, and you're still very young and, and it's, you know, you're being asked to make a decision for, you know, 40 years down the road. And it's like, whoa, I don't know what I want to do. You know? 
And that's kind of the fun part, I think, is when you have that mindset that, yeah, I can do this, but what about this? And take take the challenge and explore because things open up how they're supposed to open up. So absolutely. It was an opportunity. So this is kind of a fun wild card question we have for you, Kelly, is do you have or is there a motto or saying that you live by that you want to share with the world? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm trying to think. There's so many things. You know, I, I try, I saw this plaque on a desk years ago mm-hmm. and it said, don't force, never chase. And it stuck with me hmm. because I thought if you force something to happen, mm-hmm. it's not supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And don't chase, let it come to you. So put your best self out there hmm. and you can dream big, but don't try to knock down a door that was never yours to open. Mm. That is cool. It's like the salmon swimming upstream. Yep. I don't think people to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I like going with the flow. I'm a yogini, you know? <laughs> exactly. I like going with the flow as well. <laughs> So Kelly, if people want to know more about you, how can they reach you? They can reach me on email. That's probably the easiest. I check all day long Mm -hmm. and it's kelly at kafcoms.com and it's probably the best way to get a hold of me. That's great. Well, we definitely will share all this information out with our listening audience and also through a blog format. So we'll have that email in there for people to reach you if they need help with communications, PR. I know you're, you're in New York and you have some, is there some ideal um, industries or clients that you, that kind of fit you, Kelly? Sure. I, I mostly do financial, financial technology, real estate and medical technology. Awesome. So any of those folks out there in those areas that need some extra help, you got an extension of your team with with Kelly. So reach out to Kelly. And it's been such a pleasure to talk with you today. And thank you for joining our Wonder Women in Business. And thank thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Of course. Have a great day, Kelly. You too. Take care.